If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here is your host, Brian Reinbold. And welcome, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. And I, I still get the question, why the mission specialist? Well, you know, I don't fly the rockets. I just help make sure the trip gets accomplished. Uh, you're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America variety channel. Uh, today, we're talking about... Um, the Nobel Peace Prize for Literature. Why? Because it's being manifested currently. It's currently being manifested. And what that means for you is we become what we think about. And uh, my guest today is Anastasia DeVere, Anna. And uh, she is a writer, podcaster, singer-songwriter, and activist. Well, I'm sure glad writer is in there because uh, we're talking about uh, the Nobel Peace Prize for Literature. Anna is the president of Q1 Network, uh, which is media content that makes a difference. And included amongst that is uh, radio host and writer of the National Day Calendar's uh, daily uh, uh, podcast show. Yeah, welcome, Anna. Thank you. We're excited, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we're just it's good to be here, you know, because we're we are man. We're bringing into reality our dominant thought, and um, it's it's always happening. Uh, yeah, so um, the the uh, Nobel Peace Prize for Literature. Uh, that's a uh, that's a great idea, and I, I, I you know, I, I I'm not much for the news, but uh, I guess we can tell people you heard it here first. <laughs> Way, way in advance. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I was thinking that Ernest Hemingway was the only person to have won the Nobel Peace Prize for Literature. Is that is that true? No, there are a few others, though. Don't quote don't quote me on that. But yes, of course, Old Man by the Sea. Yeah. Good old Chestnut. Love Ernest Hemingway. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. My esteemed colleague. (laughs) Yeah, you know, Ernest, we've uh, we spent some time in in uh, Oak Brook, Illinois. Yeah, you know where there's the uh, uh, the Frank Lloyd Wright home and studio, and the Ernest Hemingway house, and mm-hmm. you know Oak Brook is almost all the way into Chicago. Oak Brook was the original suburb. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, uh, so yeah. So that was. Um, you you know you drive around and see wow there's a a house a hundred year old neighborhood you know like uh, in in Bismarck we'd call it the cathedral neighborhood you know these big old houses and all of a sudden you see one that looks wow that looks really new and uh, it turns out you know, it's a Frank Lloyd Wright house from 1903 or something That's, like that he's you know? classic I love his architecture actually. yeah that prairie style it looks it it doesn't look like the you know the the same sort of thing that was going on at the time maybe that's why he was so uh, uh, considered so innovative right mm-hmm. so uh, yeah the the um, well, I, I'm thinking we got you know we got all kinds of things to uh, to to cover um, the, the Nobel Peace Prize for Literature. Uh, what's what's the title? Um, oh, good question. <laughs> uh, so so I am a writer, and and uh-huh. we're going to talk a little bit about this. But I just want to give full disclosure here. When you put the invite out for this show, I had people high fiving me in LinkedIn that just yeah. didn't even know that I wrote books. Oh yeah. And so I thought, yeah, I, I already got the mug. Okay. Uh-huh. I don't know if you can see that. That's my prize. Uh, oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. First, they give you the mug, and then you can actually claim the prize later on down the road. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nice. <laughs> but, but the an, title. An aha moment for me. <laughs> <laughs> we're where you were advertising big now. But um, the, I do have a title to the book, and it is An Era of Role Models. So it is a working title. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I could share I could share some details about that, but yeah, well, okay, an era of role models. Um, that that doesn't sound like that. That's a new era, but uh, maybe you've got a new spin on that. I do. I really like this idea of the ripple effect. Okay, mm-hmm. so I <clears throat> I've toyed around it with it as a songwriter, and I really believe that we can be inspired by people from the past. And you and I've talked a lot about Earl mm-hmm. Nightingale, right? Mm-hmm. So you can be inspired by people from the past that you've never met. Yeah. And uh, and that's really the basis of the novel. And then there's a lot of great plot twists and turns to this thing. But yeah. I like paying it forward. And I like uh, being grateful for the shoulders of the people that I've, you know, stood on, basically. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, we'll you know, I, you know, I have a lot of favorite quotes, and and you know that, that reminds you. I think it was one from Einstein. He said, uh, "Stand on the shoulders of giants." You know, mm-hmm. um, and you know when when you mention uh, the um, the idea of uh, what was it the, uh, the, the uh, mentors that mm-hmm. that um, you know people that we've never met that are met. I, I consider Earl Nightingale a mentor. I consider Albert Schweitzer a mentor. My dad a mentor. I met him, of course, but you know Schweitzer and Nightingale. I never met them, but exactly. uh, I, I've 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 incorporated their thoughts so so um, intimately into w- what I do and who I am. Mm-hmm. That uh, that to me that's that's mentorship. Absolutely. So I think it's fascinating that you feel removed from these people because you didn't overlap in their era, and yet um, I've recently made the discovery of your audio voice on "As a Man Thinketh," and mm-hmm. when I put your voice in my head with those beautiful words, it clicked because I know you. So it's like this ripple effect, yeah. you know. Yeah. And you're referring to the uh, the the MP3 that I did of James Allen's uh, work mm-hmm. as a I man thinking. Highly yeah. recommend it if you ever put it out to the world. I'm telling you. Well, I you know I I have offered that as a you know for people that uh, want to connect uh, with me on a, a certified life mission coaching uh, a free um, consultation. Sure. Uh, included in that is a uh, copy of uh, As a Man Thinketh by James Allen, read by me in one take, I should add. You know, Brilliant. Si- 63 minutes. You know, at book, books back in, 19, I think in 1909, he wrote that. Books were maybe not as, as substantial, not mm-hmm. as, well, that, that's not the right word either. Not as, uh, not, not, not as bit many words. Sure. Uh, not as big. As, right. as so many books now, this is what I would think of. I, I think of it as an airport book. You know, you could okay. read it while waiting for a plane or on a flight. Okay. So, I, I can imagine. I re, I've actually listened to it every day for like a month. Wow. You know, or ever since you gave it to me. Maybe I might be fudging by a week. But yeah, yeah. It, it makes a difference when you repeat those things, right? Well, and that, that idea, you know, I, I, I think um, um, uh, my friend uh, uh, Mike Dooley has uh, this thing. He says, thoughts become things. And just, oh, my, you know, it's like this is, this is true. And I, I, the thing I liked about what, what Mike says, the way he puts it is, is, um, is the only place where you're not going to have your ship come in is sitting on your couch <laughs> and just waiting for it, you know, because uh, it's, know. it is action that really makes makes that uh, makes those thoughts become things. And so much we would talk about is it has to do with that, you know, the idea that uh, that uh, in the idea hierarchy, every every well intentioned idea is a good idea, but there's only yeah. a few things that we can turn from good into great. I got I got a little secret tip for anybody that's listening because I want to talk about this in particular, and I appreciate what Sherry said about uh, mm-hmm. gratitude in advance because that's yep. something I've been practicing for a long time. But let's get into this right now about um, having the right carrot, right? Because everybody's everybody does this, including me. I was writing in journals. I am a six figure boss. I am a six figure boss. I wrote it thousands of times, mm-hmm. but do you know that's the wrong carrot for me because I really don't care about money. Yeah. So then when I realized the real carrot for me is helping millions of people, which is why the Nobel Peace Prize for Literature is a better carrot for me because I know the prize is immaterial, right? Yeah. It's about helping that many people. Well, and there's a nine-figure uh, reward that comes with the uh, Nobel Peace Prize, I think, right? Uh, I, I think it's 50000 but I don't know if that, how that translates I thought, from I crowns thought it was, into… I thought it was a million, and if you count the two after the decimal point, that's nine figures. So, Well, I'm uh, thanking your entire audience that thanked <laughs> me or gave me praise and accolades already, but I, I really believe in having a better carrot. I want to share <laughs> one other thought. You know, somebody told me that your thought energy, it takes just as much energy to manifest like a pen as it does a million dollars. And the thought process is no different. So… Yes. And before yeah. I actually became a writer, I was I, I, serendipitously, I was writing gratitude down my gratitude thoughts. And I, mm-hmm. and I said, I am so happy and grateful now that I'm a paid writer. Mm-hmm. And then I met Marlo Anderson at National Day Calendar. And then I became uh, essentially a paid writer, did a lot of freelance in that time frame. And uh, first thing I went out and bought was a fancy pen. I bought this really oh, fancy wow. pen because it reminded me that, yeah, you're a paid writer. And the 
And you literally pulled that out because you got so excited about that idea. Yeah. And getting excited gets you off the couch <laughs> and yeah. gets but, you to go out and get your wait for your ship, right? You're excited. Yeah. What, you know, what I find about uh, the, the excitement factor a lot of times has to do with, with being in line with our purpose. Oh, absolutely. Because when we're, when we're in line with our purpose, um, passion ensues. And when we, when we're, when we're working, when we're working on a to-do list of things we should do, that tends to be something from someone else's list. I, I couldn't agree more. I've spent my life trapped on the should list and not remembering that my voice matters. My story matters. My yeah. to-do list matters. What, that's about purpose. You're right. You know, I was I was uh, at the, uh, the Center for Purposeful Leadership uh, uh, last week. had a had a program. Richard Leiter was uh, was the, uh, headlining the program, and he talked about the idea of of the things that you are, the things that are your gifts. And to me, it's to me that's the same thing as talents. You know, the way he describes it. And I, I thought, well, it's you know connection and humor and um, uh, the you know math. You know, is uh, frankly one of one of my gifts. And then I, later I realized after I'd written down these things that oh yeah, arrowing. I'm I'm really good at arrowing. Tell me what that is because I think well, I know. Okay, on a to do list, you can either make a check mark when something's done cross it off if you decide not to do it or arrow it to another day. And oh. so I'm, 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 I found so, I'm so often I, I find that, you know, there, there's a, you know what, that, that, that looks like a real, I, I think that's an important thing for next Monday. Wow. You know? and, oh, and, so, and, <laughs> and so I find that the things that I want to do, I don't, you know, I, I, sometimes I have to, you know, write them down so I can put a check mark by it. I know, I know, because um, they're so fun. Yeah, yeah. Because, but the things that uh, the things that I that that are on someone else's should list, you know, uh, those are things I, I I frequently find myself procrastinating. And dang it, if you procrastinate something long enough, you might find out, you know, that time passed on that. I don't need to That's do that it. At all. That ship has sailed, and it that didn't it, come back is, to me. That is absolutely right. So. I'm so glad I asked. That's brilliant. Yeah. Anna, uh, we're we're uh, we're going to take a quick break here, a com- com- commercial spot on uh, on Bravehearts Radio. The the Facebook Live people will uh, will get to see a little bit more of the behind the scenes action here uh, oh. for the uh, in the uh, in the live radio shoot radio studio on video. Okay. And. Uh, Thanks uh, for we'll, the warning. Yes, indeed. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll be back on the other side of sixty. Yeah, the other side of sixty seconds, ninety seconds. We'll we'll be back and uh, stick with us. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to braveheartsforkids.org. That's braveheartsforkids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. 
And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. And, you know, still get the question, why the mission specialist? Hey, it's your parade. I just help make sure that you're in it. And uh, with that, you know, I'm doing my certified life mission coaching by Zoom video. So for a a free consultation, uh, hit me up at calendly.com slash the mission specialist. And, uh, you know, if if you you, uh, do that, I'll send you over a MP3 version of uh, my reading of James Allen's As a Man Thinketh. You know, that's about a 110-year-old book now. Amazing, and it's uh, you know it's a pre predecessor. I'm, I'm sure Earl Nightingale was talking about that in the Strangest Secret when he. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh. There's it's such it's such rich language. That's why I've been having it on rotation because I catch something new every time. There's something about the way writing was done back in you know at that time, which mm-hmm. is there, there's there's a richness to it. The way Mark Twain wrote or Jules Verne or you know some of the yeah novels that that were written and, and, and some of that right yeah, i remember re- i think it was mark twain in in one of his books in in what his favorite he he, he said was uh, joan of arc and i uh, love joan of arc wow it, and that, what a great book by mark twain you wouldn't really expect that but no. um um uh, but uh, mark twain he wrote some good letters to the earth that was uh that was a that was a, a challenger you know for, oh, yeah. yeah for, you know what's really cool about Mark Twain? He was friends with Tesla, Nikola Tesla. He was. Wow. And here's the story I found out, because this was what a story I did in my um, radio show for uh, Inventors mm-hmm. Day, that Nikola Tesla, serious guy, has Mark mm-hmm. Twain come in and just he shoots x-rays at his head and tries all his inventions out on Mark Twain, and they're just buddies. And yeah. I can imagine them a lot. I can imagine them being like you and Marlo a little bit, just guys hanging out and talking about cool stuff, but two great minds. So um, Mark Twain used Nikola Tesla in the book, uh, Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's Court. That was, yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, he, 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 he threaded his life with the people that he was around. But I think yeah. it's wild that those guys, those great minds were together as yeah. friends. We spent a couple of days in Hannibal, Missouri, uh, several years back, you know. And uh, just uh, took a took a drive down the um, I can't remember it's not Route Route sixty six but it's the route that uh, goes down the Mississippi River yeah and uh, just the, the two lane roads for the most part and uh, spent, got to Hannibal and uh, spent a couple of days there you know stayed at the Mark Twain Motel ate at the Mark Twain Diner bought some Mark Twain gas before we left town uh, you know. <laughs> And, you know, so it's interesting because you don't find a lot of young readers that might be interested in this, but because you and I are talking about it, maybe there's new enthusiasm. But my favorite quote from Mark Twain is that destiny is a matter of circumstances and temperament. So here's a young guy who spends time ferrying garbage across the Mississippi River. That's his job mm-hmm. as a kid. And anybody else would have went, well, that's a pretty nasty summer job. And Mark Twain is ruminating on this and creates, of course, the great American novel out of that circumstance. So it's his yeah. temperament to see this as a germ for a story. Very right. interesting. You know, and yeah. you know, I have a lot of favorite quotes. And I know we could quote, what, we could play quote for quote. One of my most favorite, um, to borrow a line from Brian Regan, is, uh, is from Mark Twain. Mm. And, and he said, the two most important days in anyone's life are the day that you are born and the day you find out why. Brian Regan quoted that? That's heavy that's heady no, stuff Brian, for him. Brian Regan does does the bit about, you know, you know, getting a snow cone after playing Little League. And uh, <laughs> that sounds right. Cherry was good was a favorite, but grape was was most favorite, you know. So cherry's good, but grape snow cone is the most favorite. And, and that's <laughs> when he found out why he was born. <laughs> No, look, I didn't mean to detract from that because I absolutely, I absolutely love where you're going with that. I just uh, no, so that, uh, that's interesting. That uh, yeah, so Mark Twain said uh, the day, the the most important days are the day you're born and the day you find out why. And so, as a certified life mission coach, that you know, my purpose is to help people find 
their purpose. You know, I that, get it. That, that, that idea from uh, you know Victor Frankel. One of my one of my, one of my most favorite stories about Victor Frankel when when he was um, he was uh, teaching in in one of the uh, Victor Frankel for just a reminder wrote Man's Search for Meaning. Uh, one of the most significant writings of the past century, I think. Yeah. Um, one of the students asked, what is the meaning of your life? And he wrote, a, wrote something on a piece of paper and he put it in his pocket. And he asked his students to guess what he had written. And presently, oh, one wow. of the students said, the meaning of your life is to help others to find the meaning of theirs. And Frankel took the note out of his pocket and he said, that was it precisely. Those yeah. are the very words I had written. Yeah, that's powerful. And that's, that's, that's one of those, still, cool. still get goosebumps from that, you know, because, uh, yeah, that's. Um, isn't, that a, isn't that like the greatest thing that you can do in life is to help other, it kind of ignite. I think of myself as an igniter of hope. Yeah. And well, it, it, you know, it, it, everyone has their own path. You know, we, we, we tend to think, well, that's the, that's the most important thing is that's, uh, I, I do, I do that for free. You know, it's, that is just absolutely, and I've done it for free for the, you know, pretty much my whole life, a mission specialist idea that, you know, helping people figure out what they're all about, helping organizations figure out what their mission is, where they're going, why that's, yeah. that's been, that's, I've been doing that for 40 years. Well, I got to say that I've worked with a lot of the top professionals in personal development because that's mm-hmm. why we speak the same language. But something about you in particular really got my wheels spinning. Mm-hmm. And I think I know what it is. Mm. Um, I'll explain that. <clears throat> um, I saw something recently about the difference between paying attention and uh and getting attention. It's a big problem in our world today that a lot of our social media mm. invites us to get attention. Everybody's mm-hmm. really focused on getting the attention. But when you actually pay attention, something very, very different happens. And it is mm. that you step into the present moment. So I feel like a lot of people don't know the art of listening. Oh, and, yeah. and there are a lot of people out there that will say, I got this, you know, this great program and you sign up with me and you'll find your mission. But you, Brian are an, an, a very um, intelligent listener. And in the short time that I've known you, my life has accelerated. I don't know if you knew that. Wow. Because of the conversations we've had. And the difference is that you really know how to give attention mm-hmm. to people. Well, thank you. And thank you yeah, so much. Yeah. But what a difference that makes to a person that has never experienced that before. Yeah. Everybody should be that way. But lit, lit, there's something uh, the uh, the art of convening people say is uh, we listen each, we listen each other into presence. I think is how it's I should have listened better. I remember the quote more. It doesn't you know. matter. I did. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that one. We listen each other into the present because it's in the present moment. Eckhart Tolle says that, that it's it's through the present moment that we reach this spiritual level. Yes. Yeah. Tapping me in. Yeah. Well, you know how um, 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 Marianne Williamson did the, uh, um, the, the um, what is the book that she analyzed or did, did the... Um, um. You know, and you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's I do the, know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, maybe somebody will call and say what that is. But that, you know, she she did the. Um, um, you know, isn't it funny? Course, how course in miracles. Course in miracles. That's oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Just had one right. of those. All right, um, Anna. Would you like to try uh, uh, authors and their works for six hundred? No, um, <laughs> no. I gotta tell you, I've been up since three. They called me about the Nobel Prize, and I'm tired. I can't do that. <laughs> oh man, you know that's uh, that's some dynamite news about the Nobel Prize. Bum bump. You know what? Um, let's just let's just say this that. J- there were only two people in the world that knew that I had that goal and you were one of them and now the world knows it. And I, I'm pretty sure that when Jim Carrey manifested that $10 million check, you know, that yeah. story, he oh, kept yeah. it in his wallet and didn't tell anybody. So now that the world knows that I'm manifesting, that, it's big news, but it, it, it really um, getting into the vibration and the joy of people reaching out and complimenting me. I really, I stepped into it and I yeah. felt it and I, I dressed up a little bit today because I thought, yeah, 
That's I'm yeah. acting as if. And Brian, you gave me that gift because I shared it with you and you shared it with the world. So here That's we are. That's good. I'm gonna yeah. I want to see if I can find you know how on your email there's all these little gifts for to, to, I'm gonna see if there's a JJ Walker saying dynamite. That would do it. I I I, I, I don't know. Catches yeah. the connection there with the Nobel Prize, but um, he, he has a patent for dynamite. That's where that's, he got yeah, all his money. Oh, yeah, it was, ding ding give, ding. Give it, give back. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, Nobel Prize. That's a blast. Um, <laughs> We're here all day, folks. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? It is National Goof Off Day, so I really feel like anything is fair game today. That's right. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, you know, and uh, Bavarian crepes too. You know, if you're going to have dessert for breakfast, consider Bavarian crepes. Right. Um, <laughs> you, you listen to yeah, my you, show. I, 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 I listen. I did listen to your show, the National Day Calendar dot com slash listen. Yeah. Uh, National Day through. Calendar. Uh, it, yeah, man, that's a lot. That is a lot of fun. It is always a lot of fun. National Day Calendar. And it is. Usually I, I say a little bit more about the National Day calendar and the National Days coming into the third segment. Oh, I can um, wait. I can wait. <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll do that. Um, you know, just um, somewhere along the line, we were talking about mentors. And I was, I, I remembered that um, there was a quote from, and I'm going to bring up Wealth. Ralph Waldo Emerson now anyway uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson said in my walks every man I meet is my superior in some way and in that I learn from him and uh, there was a fellow uh, Pablo Gonzalez uh, that I met on one of the uh, uh, one of the networking events that I that I've been to recently and uh, Pablo is going to be on the show on April 26th by the way um, and you should connect with Pablo. Uh, if you can remember that, you you should dot connect with Pablo. I think that's his. Uh, I think that's his email. So okay, um, I'm on but, it. Uh, just a, a terrific young guy, and he's got uh, this idea that really closely mirrors what I call circular mentoring. So we we've we had a great conversation. Circular mentoring is the idea that everyone that comes to the table has something to gain from everyone else that comes to the table. So when totally. he comes out with this Ralph Waldo Emerson quote, in my walks, every man I meet is my superior in some way. And in that I learn from him. It's like, yeah, you know, everyone that comes to the table, if you're, if your mentoring program is just, uh, you know, top down, older white guy, younger white guy, it ain't going to work anymore. You know, no, so not at all. Um, there's a, uh, I think uh, Emerson could be updated to every person I meet has there something that I learned from. So yeah, well, we're learning as we go for sure. Well, it, Earl Nightingale says, uh, you know, he he would point that out too. He said, uh, uh, remember, I can't remember what what the quote was or the story, but he said, uh, you know, I'm sure he meant to include the female half of the population in that quote too. <laughs> My um, favorite Earl adage is, "Treat everyone you meet as the most important person in the world." I do that, and it changes my life. So we yes. do this for two very important reasons. First of all. To each person we meet, they are the most important person in the world. And second, that's the way people ought to act. It changed my life to do that. Yeah. We'll be back on the other side of 60 seconds. Stick with us on uh, Brave Hearts Radio on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. 
It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You know, coming into the third segment, I always say something about the National Day Calendar. NationalDayCalendar.com is the uh, a terrific supporter of uh, Bravehearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity. Um, and April 28th coming up is National Bravehearts Day. Um, today, the National Days are um, Bavarian Crepes Day. And uh, Goof Off Day. National Goof Off Day. West Virginia Day. West Virginia. <laughs> so, uh, does, and I, I did listen to the show, nationaldaycalendar.com slash listen. And uh, that they get a great show. You know, you're a writer, podcaster, singer, songwriter, and activist, and uh, media content that makes a difference, including radio host and writer for the National Day Calendar. A mouthful. I'm tired yeah. already. Yeah. <laughs> and so my guest today is Anna DeVere, the uh, uh, future winner of the Nobel Peace Prize for Literature. It's being manifested now. And, uh, the, you know, the reason that you're tuned in here with us, Bravehearts, is that uh, this stuff happens. This is the, this is the way it happens. We bring into existence our most dominant thoughts. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited about that. You know, I felt like I, I felt like I had won the Nobel Peace Prize because I had worked with a life coach mm-hmm. and I had said to her big things. I said, I want to affect the world. I want to change the world with empathy and compassion. I had thrown out all these huge things and she said, well, let's get into that. How do you do that? Like she was just as amazed that I was throwing out big, big ideas. Within three weeks, I met Marlo Anderson, of the National oh. Day Calendar, and I had come in as a songwriter for one mm-hmm. of his campaigns. And uh, I had already done well with this song and had already done great things in the, um, you know, the world of philanthropy. But uh I feel like the mission statement of our show every day is to bring joy to the world, to mm. help the world gain that perspective of celebrate every day, Yeah, which got us through 2020. It's gotten us through a lot of things. And, uh, and so I feel in a way that I did manifest that job. That's yeah. my gig. And we just reached a million people. We've got our millionth download and 500 shows to our name. Wow. So I know. That is fantastic. You know, and, and I, I told you we're approaching a, mil- a million listeners on Bravehearts Radio. Um, Share that perspective, I guess. I <laughs> well, you know, I'd, okay. So we're, you know, we're, we, we are approaching a million. Um, every listener that tunes in gets us one listener closer to a million. Right on. You know, I don't, don't have the exact numbers, but okay. you know, if you are interested in advertising, it's as little as $280 a show at this point, And uh, probably uh, the, the, the best bargain you'll, you'll ever find in, in uh, radio and media advertising as Excellent. we approach Excellent. a million listeners. <laughs> Excellent plug. You and me, we're sharing the prize. We're, we're changing the world. We're approaching our goals every minute. So, you know, when, when we first talked about uh, our, our uh, conversation today, I, I said, you know, there's a story I want to tell. Um, uh, I call ladders. And, um, uh, you know, that, that's kind of a spoiler at this point. But uh, it, 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 I'm going to go ahead and tell it. And then you've got a story to follow up with, too. And let's, uh, let's share those. One, for, first of all, um, in uh, climbing Mount Everest, there is uh, a place uh, at the at uh, about two thousand feet from the summit called the Hillary Step. It's a forty-seven foot sheer face of granite, and at twenty-seven thousand feet, it's 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 well into what they call the death zone, uh, an area of so little oxygen that um, you are literally dying uh, from inside when you're there. Um, and after this 47 foot, um, 
sheer face. There's a 2,000 foot gentle slope to the summit of, of uh, Mount Everest. Um, and hundreds, maybe thousands of people climb Everest each year. Most of them wouldn't be able to without the help of the people that went before them and placed ladders on the Hillary step. And so um, it's those people that go ahead of us that place ladders. You see, you mentioned standing on the shoulders of giants mm -hmm. and climbing the ladders placed by those who've been there before us. And what a privilege, really. What a privilege to be able to be someone who puts a ladder there. Yeah. I know. I wish that everybody understood that they were a ladder and it isn't just people that do amazing, great things, which is why I don't use the word hero in my, my novel. Hmm. I think role model is easier for people to identify yeah. as, and everyone essentially can be a ladder and is a ladder, yeah. right? Whether they've been heard of or not. My story, I, I'm not sure exactly which story, but I want to tell this a hmm. little bit about the ripple effect and, and dovetailing on that. Juliet Gordon Law. Do you know that name? No, I don't. Okay. Now I will. She's a little girl who went fly fishing with Rudyard Kipling. So you get the idea of the time frame. Mm -hmm. Rudyard Kipling and rode in uh, elephants in India and climbed the Great Pyramid at Giza. She did wow. all this as a child. And that spirit of adventure, I, I have to think, saturated her heart with what's possible. So Juliet Gordon-Law in the turn of the 1900s uh, brings together 18 girls in Savannah, Georgia and founds the Girl Scouts. Hmm. And small little organization that has grown to millions and millions and millions, as we know today. And famous Girl Scouts include Lucille Ball and, you know, multiple others. We could go on and on with that. But again, yeah, sure. That, Start with a redhead. Huh? <laughs> well, I think redheads are special. <laughs> I don't know about you, but um, it's just that she never expected, you know, that it would grow into that. But she did what she felt was. Uh, Boy, let's inspire little girls to be adventurous. And, yeah. and how revolutionary is that? Mm -hmm. And we're all essentially doing those things. We're throwing our stone into the pond and the ripples go out. You don't know where that mm -hmm. stuff goes. Yeah. Yeah. Was, that's not the story you wanted me to tell. I'm not sure which one you were referring to. I think it had to do with a ring. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what the moral of this story is, but um, I will tell this story about yeah. the person that was my early mentor was my grandmother. You know, I, actually, I did know you were going to ask me that. This is... This is a picture. Oh, you can't see. So yeah, she looks. Yeah, she, so she looks just like me. I look just like her. And she uh, is my favorite grandmother. Owned an antique store here in Las Vegas, and she was the most generous woman I have ever met. So that's where I get my generous spirit from. And uh, she would give us anything we put our hands on. So if you went, oh, this is great. Oh, a lot yeah, of times, yeah. you know, if you did that, she would wrap that up for you for Christmas. And mm -hmm. I, I got a lot of clunkers just because I was picking up the weird stuff. She said, oh, I know you love the weird stuff. I was like, no, no, no. I <laughs> but that's how it worked. And so um, I love my grandmother. I didn't want her to think I was working the system, but there was this one time when I found this carnelian ring and carnelian is a beautiful burgundy red stone. And this thing was gorgeous. It was antique. And I set my heart on it. And sure enough, she wrapped it up for Christmas for me. And uh, when I opened it at Christmas time, I felt embarrassed because I really didn't want my grandmother to think I had worked the system. Right. And I lied about it. Mm. Weird. I felt shame and I lied about it. I said, oh, I don't really like it. So she said, okay. She took it back. And I want you to know, Brian, I mm -hmm. hunted for a ring like that my whole life because I really wanted it. Mm -hmm. But I denied myself that thing. Mm -hmm. Silly. I was young and foolish. And then not too long ago, I, um, my friends went to the Gem and Mineral Show and they came back with this. This is uh, a piece of carnelian. And as soon as I saw it, I thought, oh my gosh, it even looks like a human heart. It's got little mm -hmm. veins in it spectacular. And I went, yep, that's mine. I purchased it. And on the way home from the shop, I'm driving into the sunset, beautiful, brilliant sky. I hear my grandmother's voice and it says, don't, don't ever deny yourself the thing that you really, really love because you deserve it. And there's a reason why you should have it. Anything in your, anything mm -hmm. is yours basically. Yeah. And it taught me something. I'm great at giving, not so great at receiving, but I learned my lesson on that one. Well, it, you know, it, 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 it reminds me that at some point, we, we all 
I think for, well, I, should, I shouldn't say we all, but I, I think for many people that are, especially parents, there was a point where giving became more fun than receiving gifts. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's where, that's where your grandmother was. And as a, as a little girl, you, you just wouldn't have gotten that concept yet that it's no. like, oh my gosh, it's so much fun to give something. Um, and yeah. I think, and I think this is more special because I, you know, I don't know how you feel, but this is a bit of what I touch on in the novel is that I think that I think that our ancestors are cheering us on. And I know, I know without a doubt that that message was meant for me at that moment in time. And I still feel like anytime something massively good happens, it's my grandmother going, yep, just for you. You're welcome. <laughs> you know, whatever your faith is, I, I believe in that. That's the beauty of the, the role models in our life, the people that went before us. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, what a, what a privilege to be a, a, a role model and, and, um, and we are, and, and an everyone mentor. can be. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the question I get, uh, it seems like it, it's it's been. Uh, I've gotten this question uh, kind of regularly over the, maybe over the last year. Is uh, if you could go back to your for, your 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 younger self yeah. and tell them anything, what would you tell them? Yeah, I know that answer. Yeah. What, what would you tell? I would say everything works out perfectly. That's interesting, yeah. Because it really does. And even when you're facing obstacles, you, you can't, Steve Jobs said this, you can't connect the dots forward. You can only connect them in reverse. So you look back and you go, I struggled there and that was the perfect thing. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, you know, I'm, I'm, I, was, uh, uh, I was asked to, um, I was asked that question by a, a high school sophomore, a junior in high school, to be at the at the Hugh O'Brien Leadership Program at Loyola, a couple of uh, well, I guess probably about ten years ago now. But the the student asked, you know, if you could go go back to your sophomore self and t- and tell him anything, what would you what would you tell him? And I'd thought about it, and I had thought about that, so I I, I thought for a moment and I said, it all works out. Same answer. <laughs> it is the same answer. And I, I'm kind of torn between that and use your college loans to buy Microsoft. Um, I would love you know, that. <laughs> put your student loan money into Microsoft. That would have been okay, too. Um, anyway, uh, we're up against one more break. Then we'll be back to close out with final thoughts, what we've created and our commitments for the future. Oh, my gosh. It's a fun what? time here on Bravehearts Radio with Anna DeVere. Stick with us. We will be back on the other side of 60. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. 
you can connect with us at BraveHeartsForKids.org, and you can find a place at BraveHeartsForKids.org to donate now if you'd like to. Um, coming into the fourth segment, we always uh, have a little bit about final thoughts, uh, what we've created and commitments. Uh, you know, that's the, from the art of convening. Um, Center for Purposeful Leadership, centerforpurposefulleadership.com, great organization, uh, really great training called The Art of Convening. And I think they've got some open spots, maybe one or two in their uh, upcoming uh, uh, spring uh, course uh, with The Art of Convening. The, The last two segments of the convening wheel are, what have we created? What are our commitments? And uh, so that, that's why I like to I like to lead into that in the in the final segment, which is a little bit shorter than the other three. Uh, hard to believe, but um, yeah. So um, yeah, I've had fun. This yeah. yeah, this went fast. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like we set out to do what we wanted to do, and uh, I'm committed to coming back if you'll have me come back. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the, uh, the 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 theme for Bravehearts Radio for spring. Uh, March, April, May is uh, purpose and the social enterprise. And, uh, you know, we didn't talk a heck of a lot about uh, being a social enterprise, but uh, the work that you do is really in that field. Now, the, the, the theme for the next, uh, for summer, uh, June, July, August, is, uh, is going to be purpose and peace. And I think that's a that's a great opportunity to come back, uh, you know, and have maybe an update on the on the peace Nobel thing. Peace Prize thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, oh, good. I, I have I have a chance to redeem myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What what else did we uh, did we need to cover here today? Well, I like um, this. I like the word social enterprise. So I will talk a little bit yeah. about that because I, um, Brian, you know, I'm happy and content to be talking about National Day calendar on the radio and building the Q1 network, which again, we have conversations that make a difference. I'm passionate about that, but I was producing everybody else's show until you so nicely nudged me into that, what, um, finding your purpose and finding your voice. And Mm -hmm. because of those conversations, I committed to something I had in my mind a while, which is doing the podcast with Michelle Lucas of Higher Orbits, formerly of NASA. Mm -hmm. And uh, so talk about a social enterprise, man. I've always wanted to affect education, come from a line of teachers. And I want to make space a topic, obviously. STEAM and STEM is a topic, obviously. Um, But I want to have these conversations so that every kid in the audience knows they have a shot at it. And and that's Michelle's story. It's a great story. I know yeah. you'll have her on your show, but it's a it's a huge yeah. uh, aha moment. Like I really, if I don't stand up and use my voice, yeah, aha, <laughs> then I'm not gonna achieve anything, you know. But yeah. you really nudged me into that. So that you made you made me both think about my purpose and make a commitment to put that show on air. Well, and we're we're going to do some television too. Um, yeah, you and I. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah, you and yeah. I. And uh, Weeda Duncan and I have been working on this, too. Um, and Weeda's been on the show a couple of times. She's coming back on May 3rd. Uh, wow. uh, Weeda has the um, uh, Duncan Tree Foundation. They do, it's kind of like a Doctors Without Borders. They do uh, scoliosis surgery for kids in wow. Jamaica, Trinidad, and the Philippines. And, um, man, I tell you, you know, it's it's amazing. It's it, what's interesting is is con- the more we connect with people and the more we get this idea out that doing good anywhere does good everywhere. Oh yeah. Um, the, the the idea that you know if if I if I do a shout out for Duncan Tree, it doesn't hurt Bravehearts for Kids. Right. It makes the world better. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah. You know, I want to I dovetail onto that. One of my favorite movies of 2016 is a, a movie called The Man Who Knew Infinity. Hmm. It's a story, true story about a guy named Srinivas Ramanujan and lived in Madras, India, and uh, was had literally a guy who had no shoes and no job and no mm-hmm. prospects, but he channeled mathematical formulas. Oh. Someone found this guy, sent him to Trinity College in England, and he won the Royal Fellowship. Um, and then mm-hmm. no one could figure out what his... What his things did, what his, what his, they, they knew he was every bit as significant as Isaac Newton, but it turns out a hundred years later, we have found out Einstein. that 
that he he had he was channeling like Einstein. His formulas have been able to be used to prove the existence of black holes in outer space a hundred years later. Wow! So it goes to my theory that all the knowledge that ever was and ever will be is equally present at all times in all places. So yeah. you don't know where genius is coming from. You got to do your thing because you are contributing to that. And we need to respect that about people. Like you say, it's not a competition. It's literally a part of the whole network. Yeah. So. How, can, how, can, how can we mentor others? How can we you know, graciously accept the gift of mentoring? Mm-hmm. Knowing yeah, that because, it's all out there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's why wow. we do what we do, right? I know. You didn't expect that one, did you? <laughs> I don't know, and, and and we didn't, we really didn't get a whole lot into songwriting. It's fine, um, and 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 singing. Um, uh, you know, I've got. Uh, oh my gosh, it's 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 a really exciting time and with Bravehearts Radio right now because we've we've got um, we we've got you're coming back. Uh, we've got I, I don't I always want to get Marlo back. That's you know? fine, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Marlo's been I, I consider him one of my best friends for for thirty years, and it's it's, it's hard to believe because I know. You know I'm, I'm I'm still going on twenty one. So yeah, <laughs> you, you guys know. have been like I, not a math person but yeah that doesn't seem possible yeah that math is um <laughs> you're the specialist I, I, yeah well in part of you know part of mission specialist is being good at math you know it's like uh-huh. well, so why, why is it that you need more exit velocity to, to go to mars than you could do to go to the moon well got to get a, you know got to get away from the sun's gravitational pull too you know so, there you go you can be a yeah. guest on our show higher orbits uh, Michelle that, Lucas well, and I yeah yeah that's right I could I could do some of the math I could do that in my head you know, you know wouldn't have to yeah. use a slide rule or anything uh, <laughs> well you know you and I can talk about songwriting anytime I feel like that's just my bonus gift and I don't I don't tour around like J Lo even though I'm the same age as Jennifer Lopez well and but you did tour with uh, Gladys Knight right I did I did yeah. and I have many many beautiful folks from that uh from that time still in my life so i'm lucky to work with people like that yeah yeah Yeah, that's that's good stuff you know i um i i did uh, i did so much uh in preparation for for the introduction uh for the intros to the to today's show you know section one section two section three (laughs) section four because i'm kind of revamping that because i want to have a little bit of an ask about Uh being a certified life mission coach Uh and you know the the uh advertisers for as little as 280 dollars a show that uh that uh, can get on uh those 30 second spots and and either either have me or maybe you or so you know someone with a great voice do these uh i'll write a song for them yeah uh next week don's Samuels will be uh, our guest on the show, and Don is 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 at the heart of healing in Minneapolis. Um, he's uh, on the board of the Center for Action and Contemplation, Richard Rohr's organization in Albuquerque. Uh, but Don started something called micro grants that makes a difference for people. You know, that just need a. a just needs something like uh, like transportation or a job skill to uh, to get going. So uh, Don wow. will be on the on the show next week and um, connect with us uh, at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Join us every Monday at three o'clock Central Time, one o'clock in Las Vegas. That's right. And uh, remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere. And we'll see you next week. And until then, be well and stay well. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Brian. It was really, really fun. Thanks again for joining us this week for Bravehearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time. 